Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition Podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One burgundy, Ron Burgundy, talking and saying things. Ron Burgundy, Ron Burgundy, he's not playing games. You are listening to the Ron Burgundy Podcast on wherever podcasts are available. And I, of course, am your host, Ron Burgundy. As per usual, I am joined by my producer, Carolina. Uh, Carolina, how was your weekend? You mean last weekend? The, mm. This past weekend? Yes. Yes, how was your weekend? It was fine, I, from what I remember. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, you seem to be thrown by the question. Should I, should I not have asked you how your weekend was? No, it's just that it's Wednesday, and um, most people ask each right. other on Monday how their weekend was. Uh-huh. They don't wait till Wednesday. Now well, it's like five days ago. I know, but I, I didn't see you on Monday. So I'm just asking you today, how was your weekend? Oh, no, you know? it was good. So wait, hold on, I'm sorry. So I, I take it from what you're saying, it's a crime if... You know, you ask someone how their weekend was on a Wednesday? No, no, of course. No, Ron, stop exaggerating. I mean, of course it's not a crime. It's just that if you wait until Wednesday to ask someone how their weekend was, right. it, it, may, it just may take some time for that person to recall everything they did. Well, I, I'm sorry. You're wrong. I just don't buy that. You know, the weekend was only two days ago or five, five days. I mean, yeah. You're counting from Friday. Yeah. It was only... I mean, go ahead, go ahead. Ask me how my weekend was. Oh, okay. Ron, how was your weekend? It was great, Carolina. I had a great weekend. Thank you for asking. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What did you do? Um, what did I do? Well, let's see. I, uh, what did I do? I went to the place. Yes. I went to the place where you buy 
food. So... Do you mean a restaurant? I did that. No, 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 no. The place where the food is sold. In the building. You know, with the rows, the rows of food. Uh, you mean a grocery store? Yes, a grocery store. So, so that was good. Did you do anything else? Just went to the grocery store? Um, no, I did a lot of things. It was the weekend. Um, I, uh, oh, I know. I was, um, oh, I was rushed to that place where everyone goes. What's the place where everyone goes at all times of the day? It can, oh, it can be in the middle of the night as well. It's like an around the clock place and it's super busy and there are doctors and there's a oh. lot of commotion and shouting. Okay, I think the emergency room? Yes. You went to the emergency room? Yes, I went to the emergency room because it turns out I had been bitten repeatedly by Oh my god. A Oh, come on, Ron. What are they called? Oh, did you get bitten a dog? No. No smaller than that. Okay. And they don't have fur. Okay, a bird. No, come on. Well, Help me out here. Um, no, they're long. They're long and they don't have feathers. You're bitten by a snake. A snake, yes. That's it. Yes. Yes, I'd gone for a hike and I, uh, I sat on a, on a rattlesnake. When I, when I came back to my car, I sat on a rattlesnake who was sunning himself in my car seat and I, I had, to take some, uh, had to take some stuff. Oh, Oh, for God's sake, what's the, what's the medicine that stops the rattlesnake poison from getting into your eyeballs? Anti-venom? Yes, anti-venom. And they injected it into my eyeball. Um, wait, they, okay, sorry, yeah. they injected it into your yes. eyeball? Because let me guess, the, the snake bit you in the eye. Over and over again, repeatedly, yes. So, Ron, you were taken to the emergency room mm -hmm. because you sat? On a rattlesnake, mm -hmm. who then repeatedly bit you in the face mm -hmm. and eyeballs, and this was over this past weekend. Yes, exactly. And that was my weekend. You see, you're having trouble remembering this. It kind of proves my point. This is a life-altering event, and even though it's only Wednesday, you're, you're not remembering that. You're absolutely right. Point taken. Huh. So the bottom line is, if it is Wednesday or beyond, don't ask someone how their weekend was. I don't, yeah. I get it. I get it now. Okay. Yeah. So, Wednesday, borderline, don't ask. Monday, Tuesday, fine. You're within the zone. How was your weekend? Totally. Wednesday, maybe not, but by Thursday, Friday, how was your weekend? It's, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Because <laughs> you've already gone way, you've shot way past. I would try, how was your night last night? Because Thursday, Friday, it's going to get confusing because it's going to be like, how, how was your weekend? Like, you mean my weekend coming up? You can always just say, how are you? Mm, that's so boring, though. Yeah, or, you know, what are you up to today? Yeah, I guess. But what if... Here's the problem. What if it's Thursday, and I, I've seen this person Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I just keep forgetting to ask them how their weekend was, and I legitimately wanted to know how their weekend was. Do I just... I know what. I would sit them down and go, hey, I know it's Thursday, and I... I remembered you having a big weekend last week, and I know it's four days since the weekend. Right. But could you go back and just tell me how your weekend was? I mean, that just seems That's really it. intense. That's it. I figured it out. Okay. Good. Thank you, Carolina. I mean, yeah, you're welcome. <clears throat> Shakespeare. What? Buckingham Palace. Okay. 
Tower of London. England. Fish and chips. The English language. What do all these things have in common? That's right. They came from England. Is that what you said, Carolina? Yeah, I just I oh. didn't know what was happening. Okay. I find England and all things English to be utterly fascinating. And thusly, I have chosen England as the topic of today's show. We've all studied England in the history books, and much of it is embedded in our brains. And yet some facets of England are as mysterious as the secrets contained in the famous pagan structure known as Stonehenged. Over the centuries, many groups of people have ruled over the island nation. Whether it was the Vikings, the Visigoths, the Romans, the Normans, or Norman Lear, someone has always been knocking on England's door. Finally, King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table said, Enough is enough. They kicked everyone out, gave Henry VIII a turkey leg, and the rest, as they say, ate history. Wait, we didn't get that. What did you say? The rest, as they say, is history. Okay, the rest is history. We got it. Now's a good time to go take a pee-pee. We got to take a commercial break. Okay. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today we are so fortunate to be joined by two people who are actual subjects of the Commonwealth, so we can take a deeper dive into all things England. We're going to start with you, if you don't mind, and uh, would you please tell the listeners your name? Um, hello, my name is Adrian, and uh, thank you for having me. Well, Adrian, um, thank you for taking time to join us here on the Ron Burgundy Podcast. Yeah, thank you. Uh, this is Carolina. Hi, nice to meet you. And let me, let me start by asking you this. When you think of England, what comes to mind? You know, I think of I think of so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of the birthplace of constitutional monarchy. Right. I think of industrial revolution, colonialism. Yes. One of the greatest empires the world has ever seen, and then the fall of that empire. Sure. England has made, I mean, astounding contributions to literature and, and music and technology and the rule of law. I mean, the list really is endless. It really is. It really is. Um, it's a fascinating place, a fascinating culture. Um, was was London home to you? <laughs> no, I, I wish. Um, when I was l- younger, you know, we were lucky enough to visit London. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And later I did go to university there, so I feel like I know it well. Interesting. So um, so you didn't live in London. Where, where did you grow up? Auckland. Okay. And where is Auckland? Um, it's in the North Island. Oh, that's right. Okay. That's right. I knew that. I love the North Island. Ron, I'm sorry, never mind. Keep going. I love it. I love the North Island. It's beautiful there. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yes. And um, let's see, I've been there. Oh. Oh, you have? You've yeah. been? It's great. I've been, yeah. I took the train. Took the train from London, and it's beautiful countryside. It's just gorgeous. Um, oh, well, there's, there's no train from London. Well, sure there is. Yes, because I took it. I took it uh, right into Auckland Station. Um, I took it from uh, Paddington, and I bought the ticket, and I said straight to Auckland. So, well, you know, the distance technically from from London to Auckland it's actually it's eleven thousand miles. Eleven. Wait, what part of England are you from? Well, I'm not from any part of England. I'm, I'm from New Zealand. You've got to be kidding me, Carolina. I'm sorry, this is actually my. What? I, I just found her in the hallway, and she sounded really British. Well, I actually can't blame you at all. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's, we're just going to turn off your mic, and then you can get out of here. Uh, okay? Okay. Thanks. Okay. Um, now, I'll turn my attention to, to you over here. What is your name, and are you from England? Uh, my name's Bee, and yes, I am from England. Okay, great. Hi, Bee. <laughs> Hi, Bee. This is Carolina. Did you know the uh, other woman who was in here? I've never seen that woman before. Okay. Did you know she was not English? Absolutely. Not really? English. You're she not just sounded, saying that? No. Uh, she sounded nothing like an English person. I, it's like how a, a, a deer knows that a dog is not a deer. I guess. <laughs> Sounds crazy to me. What? Where do you live now? Do you still live in England or do you just visit? Um, I live in Los Angeles, California. Okay. Um, I get back to England probably every year, stock upon Yorkshire tea essentials. Uh-huh. Very good. And and what part of England is that exactly? So Yorkshire is in the north of England, ah. and I'm from a city called Bradford. Bradford. Hmm. Bradford. Some fun yes. city to celebrate Christmas in. Is it? It's extra Christmassy there. It's got to be. 
It's not known for festivities. Oh. Um, Are you guys against Christmas? Uh, not anti-Christmas. Is there a war on Christmas there in, in Brentford? <laughs> Bre- what? Bradford. Bradford, yes. Um, I, yeah, I guess it gets a little festive. It's it's a mixing pot of cultures, so we celebrate anything and everything. Right. Wonderful. Wonderful. How How would you describe the English accent? Well, I think there's about 150 different English dialects. So there can't be. I, I mean, I, I genuinely Has someone think done a study? That's or a are you fact. just making that up? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but seriously, how many, how many uh, dialects? Well, let's let's say 160. Oh well, you can't go up. I think on last check on Google, it was 160. I'm very interested in this kind of thing because my ah. dialect's quite unusual. You right. might think it does sounds a little bit confusing. That's because you know when you're from England, you could live like a mile away from someone and sound completely different. Right. Well, and and do do you often get mistaken? for being from New Zealand? Yes. I get mistaken for New Zealand, Australian, South African. I've it's... been asked if English is my first language. And it is. It absolutely oh, okay. is. Being from England. Yes. Right. 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 Sure. right. Of course. <laughs> yes. Yes. Kind of invented it. We get it. Carolina, what were you going to say? Oh, I actually was going to ask if English was your first language. Yeah. So. And it's always been your first language. Always. Have you, do you know any other languages? Do you know New Zealand? <laughs> I haven't studied New Zealand. It's not a language. It's just a dialect. Because they speak English yes. in New Zealand. Yes. Our first guest really threw Ooh. me. Really <laughs> threw me. And I'm sorry for not being professional. But thank you for hanging in there with us. Today's been rough. Let me ask you this. Why is English food so bad? Huh. I mean, I, I happen to like it. But for a lot of people, they say, you've heard the old saying, I'm sure, if you're going to visit England, pack two suitcases, one filled with your clothes and one filled with sandwiches. Why, why is English food so bad? I think English food is very practical. So England is kind of just like this cold, rocky island in the middle of the sea. Uh, so the food, it's really about it being kind of stodgy. Uh, keeping you warm, keeping you full, rather than like a culinary experience. Stodgy. Yes. I like that word. Me too. Because we don't have that word over here. I'm just going to get that down. Write down that word, right. Carolina, stodgy. And Got I'll it. use it in my speech tomorrow at the community center. I didn't know that you... Okay. I, it's in my book. It's I in the calendar. Okay, I got it. Yep. Um... Do you ever drink mead or ale? Ooh, both. Yes. Regularly. When I turned 30, I decided I was going to get into stout. That oh, stout. That, now that's the heavier of the beers, mm-hmm. right? What did you call him? Stout. Oh, are I'm you, sorry. Are you bullying me right now? Uh, I haven't drunk any stout today. Oh, so okay. No, sorry. Oh, oh, very oh, professional. Oh, yes. Now, mead, mead is a, a alcoholic beverage. It is considered a beer or is it... Mm. It's considered a beer regularly drunk out of a horn. And there's chunks of flesh in it? No flesh. Oh. Just good, good So it's beer. not like a soupy broth? No. Okay. N- no. Nothing like a soupy broth, actually. Um, I know Harry Potter is a movie, right? That's a given. Yes, we got that. It's, in fact, it's a wonderful movie. Uh, one of the reviews I read said it was stodgy. You read? Okay. 
That's how good it is. I can't believe you read those reviews. Carolina, you know I read all the movie reviews. I know. I just feel like Harry Potter, it's like reading the book review for Harry Potter. Anyway, um, so Harry Potter, it's a movie, but some of the magic has to be real, you know? It ha- just has to be. I mean, what do you think? Do, do, do most people carry wands in England in case of an emergency? No. English people are very sensible. There's mm-hmm. really no magic. I definitely don't think people carry wands. Right. Although our passports do have unicorns on them, so there huh. is that. Okay. Well, those are conflicting. Because a, a unicorn is a magical creature. Exactly. Do do you go, I know in, in the English countryside, there are the old fox and hound, the, the fox runs where you hunt for mm. foxes. Um, do they ever hunt for unicorns? Is that why it's on the passport? There's no unicorn hunt to my knowledge. No, I think mm. they stick most stick mostly to fox hunting. Okay. Because the first thing I do when I visit London is I order a, a unicorn steak and get a big uh, flagon of mead. Ron just read the Harry Potter books and loved them, <laughs> as we all did. Loved them. <laughs> I know. Loved them. I know. But... Hogwarts. Um, there is a word that the English use. How do I get into this? Just dive in, Ron. It starts with a C and rhymes with punt. Oh, we said we um, were going to ask this. Okay, sorry. Keep is it okay for Americans to use it? Promise me you will never use that word. I'm just asking because you go, you know, you, you walk around the streets of London and it's, you hear it every five mm-hmm. seconds. It does get used liberally, but that's, it's, it's still, okay for Londoners to use right. it because they have the accent. So why can't we use it here? Not that I want to use it. I'm just more of a sociological linguistic study. I think the official answer would just be like, it isn't anyone else's to take. It's a very specific. Yeah. Ryan, you called me that yesterday when I was late. No, but I said, let's imagine we're in England. Right. And you were late. I know. So therefore, it was legal in a way. I shouldn't have called you that. I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah. The movie American Werewolf in London was quite a hit. Um, Did it cause mass hysteria in the streets of London? I think even though it was a movie, people could tell a difference. So no hysteria and no no reported sightings of werewolves Hmm. in London or elsewhere in England. Oh, so there was not the, the, the werewolf sightings did didn't increase by three hundred percent because that's the research I had done. No, one time in my hometown there was a rat that was as big as a dog. Right. Maybe that was confused. Maybe people thought the giant rat was a werewolf. Exactly. Okay. Now, I want you to be honest with me. Is this is this a good British accent? Be and and I can take criticism and just. Be as brutally honest as you need to be. I'm the son of a sailor, I am, and I live in foggy London town. That is not a good British accent. Oh, you you don't know what you're talking about. Maybe say more, because that one was, we couldn't even pick that up really well. I'm the son of a sailor, I am, and I live in foggy London town. Yeah. You would not get into Downton Abbey with that. Kind of. By the way. We'll keep working on it. Downton if... Abbey. Oh. Uh, why wow. did they end it? 
It could have gone on forever as far as I was concerned. Uh, there's going to be a movie. Really? Yeah, I think so. Will they have wands? I don't think there's a magical element to Downton Abbey. It's very serious. It's very accurate. I found it so fascinating. And I think we'll always be interested in how the other half lives. Right? Right. Meaning like downstairs. Yes. Between the rich people and the working class. Right. I mean, they pull their pants on one leg at a time just as everyone else does. Right? Yeah. No, that's beautiful. I live in Downton Abbey, I do. Next stop, Downton Abbey. That one's better. I think I'm getting better. I think it needs work. <clears throat> Here's a political question. Are you happy that England let America go? I mean, I think given the distance between England and America, they were already quite separate. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so... But there is a part of every British subject who rues the day. When July 4th comes around, they're like, oh, gosh. And we're just celebrating. And we're just, we're eating corn on the cob and lighting fireworks that the Brits aren't like, oh, we let that one get away. We have our own firework day on the 5th of November. Well, it's not a competition. I mean, we're kind of over it. You don't have to yell at me. Are those your real teeth? These are my real teeth. Now, you have wonderful teeth. These are actually my baby teeth. I don't know if it's a British thing, but I've only ever had one set of teeth. They could fall out at any minute. Ron. That's so crazy. Ron only has his baby teeth. I only have my baby teeth. Wow, maybe you are British. Maybe this, These are this my is baby teeth. DNA. Wow, yeah, yeah. me too. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Mm. What are you doing after the show? <laughs> I'm sorry, let's just keep going. Okay. They referred to Margaret Thatcher, former prime minister, as the Iron Lady. But she, the Iron Lady was just a, that was just a title she got from her, her strong leadership. There's, there's no part of her that's made of iron. Like, she didn't have like an iron implant put in her leg or anything like that. That's a good question. No, I don't think there was any part it was of just a, that was made of metal. Be right. More like she had metal. But you said that's a good question, so we don't know for sure. I haven't seen an x-ray of Margaret Thatcher. Should we? But is that something people are talking about in England, to give her a full body scan to make sure she doesn't have parts of iron in her body? I haven't seen that being discussed, but you do raise an interesting question. Till now, it hasn't been discussed. It hasn't been discussed. Well, it's called good journalism. It's what it's called. Um, thank you so much. This was just a simply fascinating discussion. I think, I think you've answered almost all the questions I had. Carolina, did you have any, anything? You know what? Um, the girl from New Zealand needs a ride home. To New Zealand? Sure. Oh. No, no, no. 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 I don't think, I don't, unless there's a bridge that goes there. It's 11,000 miles. Come on. She just needs a ride to Toluca Lake. Got it. No problem. Practically the same anyway. That would be amazing. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you for your time. Of course. Thank you for having me. We'll be right back after this important announcement. 
Jon Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, Carolina, that was a fascinating show. Let's uh, let's do our fact check. How did we do? Okay, um, Stonehenge. Right. Stonehenge. Stonehenge is actually how it's pronounced. No D. What and what did I say? Stonehenge. Oh, I put like a D. Unhinged. Stonehenged. 
So it's Stonehenge. That's not the way you say it. Exactly. Okay. Um, and then I just we're, we've poked some holes in the rattlesnake story, so we just want to get well, more. Okay, I think we covered it. Okay. Very good. As my mother would say, all in all, not bad. This is Ron Burgundy reminding you that only you can prevent forest fires. Unless there is lightning that strikes a remote part of the wilderness, and then it's all the animal's fault for failing to be vigilant. Until next time, so long, everybody. Stay tuned for scenes from the next episode of the Ron Burgundy Podcast. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him 
take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On the next Ron Burgundy Podcast. So many broadcasters feel the need to fill every moment with mindless chatter. That is not the Burgundy style. Here, I'll show you what I mean. The Ron Burgundy Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio Podcast Network and Funny or Die. I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm the host, writer, and executive producer. Carolina Barlow is my co-host, writer, and producer. The show is also produced by Whitney Hodak, Jack O'Brien, Miles Gray, and Nick Stump. Our executive producer is Mike Farah. Our consulting producer is Andrew Steele. Our associate producer is Anna Hosnier. Our writer is Jake Fogeles. Our production supervisor is Colin McDougall. This episode was engineered, mixed, and edited by Nick Stumpf. See you next Thursday on the Ron Burgundy Podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. 
Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.